0: What's up, guys? How are you doing out there, friends, one and all? Uh, yeah, man. Wednesday night, what is this, August uh, 17th? August 17th, we're gonna have a fun show tonight, guys. We're gonna have a fun little uh get together. We have our guy, Dean Tool, the boss man himself. He's gonna come on and uh, talk to us about what's going on right now. A lot of stuff Friday night. Live on UFC Fight Pass, they don't put up a lot of boxing shows. We got gamebred boxing live in Biloxi, Mississippi. Uh, cannot wait for that! So that's Friday night. Undercards, a lot of MMA action as well. Really, really pumped for that. And then also, he's going to talk about the future, guys. So icon uh, Jorge Mazaros, Icon FC, gamebred FC, that's the bare knuckle MMA, that's coming back very, very soon. And of course, Island Fights. Uh, he's kind of got some cool news. I just talked to him, he's going to be coming on here in three minutes. And uh, he's got some cool news. He's going to tell us about island fights in 2023. So uh, just definitely stay tuned for that. But a lot of things, guys, I'm telling you, um, huge weekend, right, for London, especially London, uh, Kayla Harrison in the PFL, Mike Perry versus MVP and bare knuckle. Like, who would have thought? That is such a 2022 thing, Perry versus MVP and bare knuckle, UFC 278, Salt Lake City. But you got Leon Edwards in the main event versus Kamar Usman, Tell me uh, you guys aren't excited about that Mara versus Jose Aldo fight. How is Jose Aldo a underdog? Don't get it. Don't understand it. That's my best bet. I love me some Jose Aldo as an underdog. And then you guys coming in here, guys, if you have any questions for Dean or anything like that, uh, ask him. you have any questions for me, favorite play, uh, who do you guys like out of Brandon uh, Lockley versus Chris Wade? Come with it. But Friday night. Game Bread Boxing 2 live on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, Make sure you tune in. All right, tune in. We're going to be there live. I'm going to be calling the fights. I'm pretty pumped about that. Live on UFC Fight Pass. Over 200 countries. No big deal. Some of my wife said to me before I uh, got on, like, no pressure. You know, if you kind of mess up something, like, it's only around 200 countries going to watch you. So, like, thanks, darling. Thanks. But uh, I'm pumped. Dean will be on like in two, three minutes. But, yeah, ask one, ask all. I'm excited. UFC 278, guys. We got Usman. Usman's going to defeat Leon Edwards, right, pound for pound. Um, I, th- I got Usman for sure. Uh, I'm leaning strong with Jose Aldo. Like I said, I love Aldo. I, I'm a big Marab guy myself. But, Jose, man, I, I, how can you not pick Jose? And um, also tomorrow, guys, so I talked to uh, Devin Cushion one-on-one tomorrow. It's a really cool 10 minutes. It's uh, the last kind of thing he's going to talk about right before he fights. Weigh ins midday tomorrow, Biloxi time. So, uh, definitely catch that. That's tomorrow on Fight Bananas, 10 minutes, Devin Cushion, DC. And then also now Friday, Alex's Spartan Nicholson comes back on the show. He just became a double champ for Titan FC. So, Alex's Spartan Nicholson's coming on the show Friday. We're going to drop that. So, Thursday, Devin Cushion, Friday, Alex Nicholson, and we're going to be calling Fights in Biloxi. So, a lot of things. A lot of things are going on. Um, but yeah, man, I seen, there we go. Just wanted to say congratulations on your big night. Thank you, Kathy. I appreciate that. You know, a lot of hard work, right? A lot of hard work. A lot of uh, hours putting into it. I'm excited. I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, even got the haircut I shaved. I haven't shaved in a while. I even got the clean shave and I look like I'm 25. I love it, but I'm excited. Um, I, someone told me who's like my commentary partner for uh, tomorrow. I think Dean will uh, will talk about it. I'm excited. If, if it is who he says it, uh, who I heard I'm really pumped about that, so I'm pumped. Devin Cushion, you just said yes. So excited. This is Devin Cushion's back-to-back main event. Um, He's just – Devin Cushion, I'll talk to Dean about this. He has uh, endless potential. Like uh, for being a professional boxer now, he's 10-0, about to be – looking to be 11-0. Usually you're fighting guys with – Horrendous records. That's just how boxing is. You build, build, build until you're in their mid-20s, high 20s, low uh low 30s. And then you kind of start kind of fighting guys, guys. Al um DC Devin Cushion is fighting a top legit guy. Lucas Minoni is 14 and 4, like 14 and 4 in boxing. Been around. He's just like one of those grimy, gritty vets. He's just a guy that can spoil a lot of this. Um, he kind of reminds me on the MMA side, guys. Cliff Wright, if you're super into it, especially under over Dean Tool shows. Ah, uh, Cliff Wright beats a lot of guys. Just a really grimy, um, gritty vet. So uh, it, Devin has his hands full. Also on the show, of course, we'll talk to Dean about this as well. Pearl Gonzalez makes her professional debut in boxing. She's been in the UFC. She fought for Invicta FC. She even took off the gloves. She did the bare knuckle thing, and now she like is the holy trinity of combat sports. PG Pearl Gonzalez will be boxing. Friday night, believe the co main event versus Miss Danielle Wynn. I have a lot of respect for Danielle Wynn. Talk her about her in a second. But um, Pearl Gonzalez boxes Friday night for Game Bread Boxing. Uh, I'm excited. Game Bread Boxing 2 live in Biloxi, Mississippi. If you're in that area region, if you've got tickets, go get it. It's going to be a phenomenal night. It's at the Biloxi Civic Center. It's a beautiful, beautiful arena. Uh, it's really cool. I've We've been there multiple times. I like it a lot. It's nice. It, there's not a bad seat in the house. So if the ticket you want to get is already sold, you can get something else and still uh, being a great seat. So there's a great, great spots at the Biloxi Civic Center. So uh, there we go. That was five minutes of fluff. I think I did it. Uh, I think Dean's coming through any second, but a lot of cool news, a lot of cool things he's going to talk about, a lot of future stuff. Guys, how about Bo Nickel? Um... To me, over the last five, seven days, we had a great card, UFC San Diego, over the last weekend. Congratulations to Cheeto Vera. Uh, but Bo Nickel, still the uh, the tip of the tongue for a lot of people on the MMA side, especially MMA reporters and media, kind of came out of nowhere. Not to us, though, right? Not to our umbrella here at Fight Bananas. Uh, we've, I've commentated for Bo Nickel's fight not once, but twice for Island Fights. He I've had him on the podcast, and uh, I've been a big guy about Bo for a while, and he's just taken over. Bo Nickel is everywhere. There's already... There's already rumors. Luke Rockhold wants to taste the Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel's fighting on the contender series in the uh, end of September. Very, very exciting. Can't wait for that. How about our guy also underneath the umbrella, uh, S.D. Dumez is fighting August 30th. If you look up, August 30th is a great day in the lives of so many. But August 30th is a special day for myself. Uh, But S.D. Dumez, uh, Dana White contender series Tuesday night. I can't wait for that. Much love, much love back. Um, yeah, it's gonna be good. Followed you from the beginning. Followed you. Oh, thank you, Kathy. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's been a great ride. Uh it's it's very exciting what we have in store. We're just like <laughs> we're just getting started. It's 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 been wild. I feel like we've been doing it for a while, but we're just literally getting started. So um yeah, that, that's the taste. That's the taste. UFC 278, guys. Tell me, uh, SD got this? Yeah, SD. I, I feel good about. It. He's fighting a really tough guy, but um, SD is dangerous everywhere. I think on uh, Jorge Masvidal's icon, his last fight, uh, head kick, knock at, at any at a, at a nowhere. It was crazy. SD is a finisher. That's one thing I love about him. He can finish on the ground. Can finish on on top. On the feet. He can do it all. What's up, Eddie Martinez? My guy. Uh, Eddie Martinez coming out there tomorrow. He'll be doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes for Fight Bananas. Because, uh, guys, myself, I'm going to be doing commentary. It's uh, it's going to be a tough thing. But um, we got Eddie Martinez and L. Wagman doing Fight Bananas stuff for Game Bread Boxing over there in Biloxi, Mississippi. So, uh, yeah, SD getting a lot of love in the comments. I like that. I, that's good. That's good. SD likes that. I bet you. So, let's see. Mr. Dean Tools, me coming through here any second, he just said. But I love it. I love it. The GOAT. Come on, Blake. I appreciate the love, man. I really do. I appreciate it. I actually just talked about you and uh, Brock Weaver and everything you guys got going on, man. Just nothing but love. It's It's been awesome. It's a great ride. Hopefully, we'll see you out there uh, uh, Friday night for Game Bread Boxing. I love seeing the people... It's been cool over the last couple events, uh, people kind of coming up and and, uh, asking for pictures and shit like that. I love it. I'm not going to lie. It's it's a great feeling. And, um, hey, we're just getting started. Just getting started. Big things. Big things for sure. Let's see. Dean's coming through. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) He says he just wants me to talk for an hour. (laughs) Oh, man. I love it. I love it. But crazy. UFC 278, Kayla Harrison, PFL, bare knuckle, huge boxing fight as well. Crazy, crazy weekend in combat sports. But Friday night kicks off everything. Uh, AC, how you doing, Oose? Um, Friday night kicks off everything. Biloxi, Mississippi. Game bread boxing too. Make sure you get it. UFC Fight Pass is exclusively on UFC Fight Pass. Or you can go get your tickets there live if you're in that region. Uh, so go get it. Go get it. You know what I'm saying? You're famous, Nah, dude. I'm not famous, dude. I'm just a dad, man. My uh, my kids starting school, it's uh, wild times, wild times at the Van Auken house. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but uh, so what do you the fight from last week in USC San Diego? How great was that Nate Landwehr versus David Onama fight? Like, that fight was insane. The kids on the street might say the fight was bananas. What a great fight. Nate Landward became a superstar. It's wild. And no one would have thought that after his first fight. I think he was 1-1 one in one or 1-2 one after his first three or first two. Um, you know, didn't pop off the screen. And now it's been like two or three in a row. And now he's popping off the screen. Who would have thought uh, Nate Landward became becoming a uh, UFC stud? Um, all right. Let then, then me kind of give up a theory real quick before Dean comes on. And then went, oh. there we go all right so uh we're talking about to talk to the boss of island fights uh the puppet master behind the scenes uh so much and he's got so much to talk to let's go with our guy dean tool what's up how are you
1: hold on man let me fix this it's blurry what's up
0: so much sunshine coming through bro you just got so much star power
1: (laughs) what is that is that that light behind me
0: it might, it might be, dude. A lot of lights there. Nice light hat, light. though.
1: There we go.
0: There we go. Nice hat. Looking good. Looking good. How's life, man? How's the, uh, how's this crazy fight game going for you?
1: It's been crazy, nuts.
0: You've been a part might- of it, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, let's start Friday night. Huge night. There's not a lot of boxing at all on UFC Fight Pass. So that just kind of, to me, gives it so much merit because, you know, it's a humongous show Friday night. And then Devin Cushion in the main event, Pearl Gonzalez on the card, stacked, Dean, stacked.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about those two. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much when we asked the UFC to to put this on Fight Pass. That's what they're super excited about. They're like huge fans of Devin already since Devin used to fight fight. Uh, from Island Fights, you know, four yep. years ago, he fought on every single, every show we ever had, back to back to back, went to 9-0 and and like, what, a two-year span, something like that. He fought like five times one year, four times the next, and uh he took a little a layoff, but he's back now, he's in the best shape of his entire life. He's walking around at 137 pounds, so like, back in the day, he couldn't even make 140, it was a nightmare weight cut, like, would be the most agitated, irritable person that at the weigh-ins, you know, like, hated it. But now he's, like, he's eating healthy. He's not eating Skittles and, you know, the stuff you're not supposed to be eating when you're a professional fighter. So yeah, he's yeah. walking around at 137 pounds. He's probably going to be able to, like, peak at 126 pounds. This guy's going to fight at 126 pounds. Wow. 20, what is he, 24, 25 years old, and he's got a 73-inch reach. It's, like, 5'9", 5'10", but, like, that, with that reach and that height, and how the way he uses his length at 126 pounds, there's I can't see anybody on the planet touching him. So,
0: real quick, uh, and we'll, we'll go through the rest of the card. I definitely want to hit on Lucas too. Lucas 14 and four. Um, when I talked to Devin, when you're a 10 and no professional and this isn't MMA, right? You're not in the UFC fighting a top tier guy who's 11 and, and two or whatever. When you're 10 and no boxing, you're usually fighting. One and eight, you're fighting uh, four and 20. He's fighting a guy 14 and four, super gritty too. I've watched some of his tape. The boy can go. Lucas is a, a great boxer, really good boxer. So, a tough test. And but that's the can...
1: thing you know, if anybody who understands the boxing business, they know that nobody's fighting anybody yeah. with a winning record ever in their entire life until they're about 20 and oh. Like, look at Deontay Water. he fought 0 and 10, 0 and 3, 400 pounders, like people that. Worked at the in the back of Wendy's, like he was fighting those type of people. And then everybody thought, including myself, thought that thought that Deontay Water was just built with a padded record and couldn't fight until he fought. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but he used to train with like Roy Sr. and then Calvin. Um, forget the guy's name, but he was 14 and uh, a They fought on Showtime. Now Mike Deontay Waters definitely losing. This guy's legit a real boxer. He's six foot eight, also, former basketball player knocks down or Deontay Wilder knocks him out of the ring. Out of the ring knocks him out. So um Great. so the boxing business isn't like that. Like you're literally fighting one and eight guys, oh and right. eight guys, oh and twenty guys because in boxing nobody knows you exist until you're 20 and a until you become rated or ranked in the in the IBF, the WBO, the WBC. Once you get rated then people start to notice you you'll start to get big offers from big fight companies or you can choose to be your own promoter and you just Run the A side for the rest of your career until you have to challenge yourself and take a big fight. Right, so right. the boxing business is weird. It's a lot different than MMA because MMA there's a big leagues, right? It's the UFC. Yeah. Four, at four and O these days, you can get in the UFC. You can get on the Dana White Contender Series at three and O, two and O. If you win, you're in the UFC at four. One and, and make, like Bo Nickel. <laughs> yeah, make or one and O making ten thousand and ten thousand. Or I think the new minimum is twelve thousand and twelve thousand. So imagine boxing you don't have that there's no one doing boxing shows for one right and you're not getting paid to fight in boxing these people are coming in paying their own opponent paying their travel their medicals their hotel everything because their boxing shows don't exist so even if you look at mayweather promotions they're not putting on fights they're putting their fighters on other events right you know so it's like they're the promoter but they're not actually putting on events so with game bread boxing we've committed to we're going to have a show every eight weeks. If there's zero people in the crowd or there's 2000 people in the crowd or 10,000 people, no matter what, we're doing a show every eight weeks. So boxing is back for people who, who want to box, you know, and we're, we're trying to change things and change, change that business so people can get paid and it just turns into something better than it typically was. And with the UFC fight pass platform, you're in 200 countries all over the world. These guys can get sponsors. These girls can get sponsors. It's, it's uh, super beneficial for all of these people that kind of gave up on their boxing dreams just because there's no platform anywhere. You know, if you don't have somebody funding your your fight career,
0: you have no fight career. So. Right. So you told me this to give you nothing but like puff cake uh, questions. I'm going to give you a real question. You ready? <laughs> <All right. laughs> so if that's the case and that is the case and you and i've talked about this off-air honor all this stuff so then why is devin 10 and 0 fighting a gritty lucas Magnoni at 14 and 4 why why does this fight happen where did they come to be why do you think it's the right time to give him a tough test like this at 14 and 4
1: well here's here's okay so the reality is he hasn't fought in three and a half years four years right, right. he just fought a guy with a winning record he was eight seven and three so if you've got three draws in boxing, you probably fought someone in their backyard. You probably lost, right. you probably won that fight, right? So this right. guy's pretty much 11, seven and oh, right? So he just beat a guy with a winning record from Argentina and uh, he took a little break. So our thing is like, we're putting on the events. I can go get the WBC to sanction Devin a fight. I can go get the WBO, the IVF, whoever, whoever, the WBA. I can do that myself. I don't need I don't need matchroom boxing, I don't need the bell, I don't need any of these big time promoters. I can do it. Like I know all the people. I can do it myself. So Devin doesn't need to be 20 and 0. He could be 13 and 0, 14 and 0. He could be fighting for a regional title right now. Technically, yeah, yeah. right? Especially against yeah, yeah. this opponent. I definitely could have got a belt sanctioned for this fight. Um so my thing is like let's fight these winning records. Let's just beat them and let's go. You know, 3 years ago I took Devin to Miami um when Mike Davis was making his his UFC debut against Gilbert Burns. And we took Devin to spar at George Rubio's gym. One of the biggest, best trainers ever in Miami in the history of Miami. He had all these people at this gym. We show up, nobody knows who we are, but Devin had it linked up. So we went there and sparred and uh, the WBC Latin American champions. There's 23 and one Devin gets in the ring absolutely destroys the dude. No mouthpiece, no headgear, no hand wraps, nothing. Gets in and absolutely destroys the dude. That's when I knew, I was like, no one's ever going to beat Devin Cushing. Not even close. Never. Like, it's not even close. So, like, him fighting this 14-4 and four guy, he's going to make the guy look like he's terrible. That's what he does. That's what Roy Jones Jr. did his whole career. Every, he made him look like nobody. They say he fought, fight nobody, but he just because he made him look like nobody, that's exactly what, what Devin's going to do to this guy this you know this friday night guaranteed so it's his first eight rounder too so you know you can't fight on showtime without an eight round fight so there's a bunch of things that are good about him getting an eight round fight so i'm excited about it
0: yeah i can't wait cannot wait i'm also really excited uh dear friend to both of ours right pearl gonzalez um just she's done it all she's done it all she's Shows and podcasts and uh, post-fight shows and then fought in the UFC and fought underneath in other big regional shows. And then she took the gloves off. She went to bare knuckle, did her thing. And now she uh, she debuts her professional boxing debut versus a girl that you and I know very well, Daniel Wynn, fought Bellamere. She's got the first, uh, I think, bare knuckle female MMA win of all time. She's she's like, I don't think she's going to be afraid of the light. You know what I'm saying? She, she's been there before. I'm Definitely really excited not to of the light.
1: you know who, you know, Danielle, you know who she fought for their debut? Probably the biggest, one of the most watched fights ever. She fought Bellamere for Bellamere's professional yeah. debut ever in Mexico and gave her yeah. a hell of a fight. You know, yeah. I think that fight yeah. went to a decision. I don't even remember, but it was a tough ass fight.
0: Then she was the first
1: is... ever bare knuckle MMA fight in the world, the first ever winner of a bare knuckle MMA fight. You know, yeah. and this fight's at 135. So this girl is a lot bigger than Pearl. Pearl fights at 25, yeah. you know? So, you know, Pearl wants to actively compete. The women's division in boxing is very different. Like the girl that ranks seventh in the world is like seven wins and 12 losses. So it's a very, it's a, it's a quick, like she yeah. could probably fight six times and get in there with, she wants to fight. What's her name? Ebony Bridges. Um, I forget the girl's name, but she's about to fight for a title. Um, super good looking chick. It's like, has amazing weigh-ins. I don't know, but if you look the girl up, but that's who she has her eye on The fight. She trained with Amanda Serrano for like two yeah. years. Amanda Serrano yeah. is the greatest female boxer in the entire world. Just that, her, her that fight her versus Katie Taylor was
0: one of the greatest fights I've ever, ever. seen. Man ever. or
1: woman sold out yeah. the Madison Square Garden, you know. And Amanda Serrano fought for us at icon. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um hey. one of the one of the stars from that show, but uh yeah, I'm so excited for her. She wants to make her pro boxing debut. She's gonna go back into MMA also. She's gonna make her MMA debut again this year, probably for icon. Um, it might even be for a title. So she's got like she has she's got a little window and she's trying to conquer like her big goals that she has, you know. But Danielle Wynn standing in her way. That's no that's no easy fight for anybody. And uh I'm excited about that fight.
0: Definitely. Everyone come out. Biloxi, Mississippi, the Civic Center. Uh, If if you can't, if you don't live in that region, go to UFC Fight Pass, go get it, download it. You should have it already. Friday night, Game Bread Boxing 2 Live, exclusively on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, You just mentioned Serrano. uh, Great transition into fighting. She used to fight for Icon Mm -hmm. FC maybe like 10 months ago, maybe a year and a half ago, somewhere in there. Jorge Masvidal's Icon FC has been on fire. You're just these four or five shows and you're just sending people to the UFC, like just, just churning out people. Talk to us about that. Talk to us about why that's so vital and so important for you personally. And just for the brand.
1: I mean, so, and me and you kind of have talked about this before, you know, before Icon before Jorge Moswell's icon FC, it was icon fighting Federation. So like we had already had eight events for icon period. And the people that came from that show, in that small amount of time that it went to, that went off to big organizations. Like it's insane. Everybody from Bellamy, Amanda Serrano fought on those cards. Pete Rodriguez is in the UFC. Johnny Parsons, Tyler Hill went to the PFL. Alejandro Flores went to the PFL. Daniel Zellhuber signed with the UFC. Um, everybody from Jason Knight fought on icon, you know, yeah. AJ Fletcher fought on icon. Like all these people are in the UFC or the PFL or went on to like, to, to big places. So it's like, it was crazy before it was now, and now it's just a way larger platform because obviously Jorge Masvidal is attached to it, and he's got 3.1, 3.2 million followers that get to, that that we get to push this awesome product to. You know, yeah, and it's been sure. incredible. Like the amount of talent we have on these cards now, insane. The last, the last. Uh, if you watch the last Icon card, because we kind of switched, kind of switched our way of thinking. Now you get in the UFC so quick. Right. Back in the day, you had to be 10 and one or you had to be 12 and two and you had to be on a seven fight win streak and you had to have this many finishes and you had to beat this guy on topology was ranked number one. It was very complicated. There was no contender series. There was nothing. So now Bo Nickel gets signed at one and oh, Hamdi Abdel Wahab gets signed at three and oh, Pete Rodriguez, four and oh, like it's not like it used to be. So when you have an organization and you're trying to build stars or build talent like. We have to go after them at a different stage it's not about putting the seven and two guy on or the seven and three or the nine and one yeah we want those guys but if you're nine and one fighting for icon we're not doing our job because you should have been gone three fights ago you know right right that's our our goal now is not necessarily to have those type of fights like we're going after the high level amateurs with incredible that just people that are impressing us on the amateur scene we're letting them make their pro debut on ufc fight pass something that I, i never did that before you know, if right. you had a, making a pro debut, we'd make you have a couple fights before we'd put you on Fight Pass. And now it's like, no. Now the yeah. cool thing is you have this 9 and 1 amateur fighting this 7 and 0 amateur and they're making their pro debut against each other. Both guys are probably going to end up in the UFC. We have no idea who's going to win the fight. And that's what makes fight cards like super exciting to watch. We have no clue who's winning. Yeah. You know, and like Masvidal sends me a voice message after the last show the next day and was like, just like you, I know we all go to fights every weekend. We get burnt out. We don't really, you know, we probably don't even pay attention to the fights half the time. He said, "But that was the best, one of the best experiences I've ever had at a fight, and the best fights I've ever seen in my entire life." And Damn. I've been thinking, how long has he been in this business? How long have we all done this? You know, hundreds yeah. and hundreds and hundreds of events, thousands of fights, and it's like these are o and o guys or one and o guys versus one and o guys, and it's, it's fucking like. I had goosebumps the whole entire event just from the crowd. We sold out this event in Savannah, Georgia. We've never been to in our entire lives, like just everything combined. We're so happy about Icon and what it's doing. You know, our, we're killing it numbers wise on the UFC Fight Pass. So like people that fight for us are really, really, really getting like the full benefit of being on that platform because the whole world is watching. And right. you're literally if you're trying to get signed by the UFC or a big organization, there's no better path. You know, from island fights to we put on a different a, a different amateur show than there is in the entire world. I promise you. There's nothing even close to it. it's full production. It's not no bullshit. It's a real event, you know. So these guys are getting used to fighting under the real lights, you know. And then if yeah. they do well, we we have our eyeballs on them. We have 15 to 20 fights. Devin Adams, Brock Weaver are both killing it, you know, for you know, helping us put those guys through that funnel and then now to straight to icon and straight to wherever because we have so many different outlets for them. Game Bread FC, um, which will be back also in in November. We had some weird internal situations with different commissions and dates and weird stuff like that's the only reason we haven't had a Game Bread FC show, but we'll be back up and running 8 to 12 fights next year for Game Bread, guaranteed, you know, and that's just that event. We should have the same amount, 8 to 12 shows next year for ICON, And then uh, Island Fights, same thing. Every eight weeks we have Island Fights, and every eight weeks we have Game Bread Boxing. So next year we could potentially have almost 40 shows plus.
0: Before you say something uh, that you might want to say about Island Fights in 2023, um, you know, we talked about Jorge Masvidal, and like I said, we didn't talk about this. Dean, a year ago, three years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, whenever – Did you ever think that you would be partners, you know, would you have this organization and it's Jorge Mazadal's Icon FC? Like that's just to me, does it still kind of, you know, probably to you it's no biggie, but like, like that's huge for any promoter, any guy who loves the fight game. And someone like you and I, that's not just in it in the last year or two, like Jorge has been a staple for 18 years you know what i mean like he's just been that guy and now you and him like you said he's sending you a voice memo about like how great the show is where does that make you feel as a fight fan and just as a man
1: well the biggest thing is like he's so he's he's so much more involved than people think like this guy when he calls me and tells me about about fighters in his gym or like this guy's fucking great he's four and oh all finishes great jiu-jitsu like Every day he's telling me about some fighter he wants to get on the cards because he's just super excited about the events, you know. And when he's excited about it, it makes everything cool because it's like, damn, this guy is just as passionate as I am, you know. Right. And there's times where you've been doing it for – you've been doing this for 12-plus years, and you can you can lose a little bit of your fire, you know, because it gets overwhelming. you got yeah. 9 million people contacting you every day on every single outlet from Instagram, Facebook, email – whatever it is, text message, phone calls, new phone, old phone, whatever it is. And it's just like calling ION, who knows? So it's like, it's it's overwhelming and sometimes you could lose your spark, right? So like yeah. when someone, someone as big as Masvidal who's that excited, it just brings you back. Like, okay, man, I'm I'm happy. Like I'm not the only one here that's this passionate about these projects. Like he he loves it, you know? This guy's helping me set up tables in the venue, you know? Yeah. Like who would who would think that? So yeah. uh nah. He he's he's super great to work with. Um, always has great feedback. Loves watching and knows what talent is and knows who is the next up and coming person. You know, and uh, he helps out a lot. So I'm excited about the future, the future of all all of the promotions, man. Everything from boxing to to anything. You know, we weren't even really planning. It was just something we talked about with boxing. You yeah, know, boxing is like shit now it's up and running so good to go and we're already on fight a, pass. second show
0: <laughs> second show already on fight pass and to me it's such a what devin cushion brings to it, it's such a he's such a uh, great guy to tie the promotion to you know what i'm saying To like tie like to me cushion i talked to him it's going to drop tomorrow on all fight bananas platforms and uh you know, we you a lot of people have went through these funnels of island fights and when island fight was pro and uh icon and, and icon fc and uh gfc. But to me, five years from now, Devin Cushion could be the one, like the the guy who makes twenty million dollars in that fight in Abu Dhabi, like he could be the one guy who a
1: million gazillion percent.
0: Okay, okay.
1: He's the best That's fighter I've ever seen in my entire life, hands Jeez. down. Boxing. Best fighter I've ever seen since Roy Jones Jr., there's no one close. You know, <laughs> not even that's, close. That's
0: crazy. Except for um, what's his
1: name? Uh, what's the guy's name? The brother of uh I forget the guy's name. I'm gonna sit here again, lose my mind thinking about it, but um
0: What?
1: <laughs> no, there's two brothers, but one of them got shot in his knee or something. He ended up fighting Terrence Crawford, but his brother is like the truth. His brother used to train with his dad used to train Phil Rowe. Like these guys are like incredible, like one of the best like up and coming amateur coaches in all of all of sports for boxing. And uh, I think it's David something. I forget his name, but his but his brother is probably the best I've ever seen, but 126 pounds to 135 pounds. No one will ever beat Devin cushion. Even if he just pumped a jab for 12 rounds straight, there's no one that's ever going to beat him. You know? I'm not saying he's going to have 30 knockouts, but he can beat anyone in the world. And uh, <clears throat> I'm not saying that because he's my nephew. I'm saying that because I've seen him in there with like the real deal, real deal people. You know, And there's they, nobody can do anything to him.
0: Talking about that, there's a great story. Uh, maybe a lot of people don't know about. And you and I were lucky enough to be there it was island fights. Maybe three years ago it Was before a global pandemic happened or whatever. Uh, it was a island fight event. And our uh, your guy Phil Rowe came up for it. I think it was he was cornering someone, or maybe it was that Maz Pettis show, something of that nature. And do you remember the old Island fights office in the back room there? Phil Rowe sparred with Devin Cushion.
1: Yeah. And 80, <laughs> 83 inch reach, you know, yeah. Phil, you know, and Phil's one of the I think Phil's probably one of the best boxers yep. in the MMA, period. Right, you know, right. like when he's mentally on, nobody's gonna beat Phil either you know like yeah the guy's <clears throat> gonna murder people you know and i think he's getting he's gaining confidence every single fight he's grappling the greatest freaking grapplers in the world he trains every day i don't think anybody can match his work ethic in the gym you know and uh i'm super excited to see what phil does too because i think he's gonna go super far in
0: this sport for sure for sure um what's the uh kind of big fun news you have about island fights Uh, 2023?
1: Yeah, that's island island fights. That's one card. That's crazy. They're saying Chase Hooper, Mike Davis. That's one card. That was the same card. Chase Hooper, Mike Davis, Sherard Blackledge, in Florida. And I. Yep. Um, who else is on that card? That's just one card. They're all on the same card, you know. That's crazy. So, insane. Um, yeah, we got big news. So island fights will, you know, we've been doing island fights. We haven't done a pro show on Island Fight since 2019 August. So, in 2023 we'll be back doing pro shows in Pensacola at the Pensacola Bay Center and our undercards will be the amateur undercards and it's we might have a TV deal with that too. Can't announce that yet, but who knows.
0: Crazy. There we go. There we go. And would you still do the amateur shows separate and have Amy and Pro, or is there no, no I'll just, underneath? I'll
1: just add them. I'll just add them to the cards, you know. So, and we'll it's the same thing every eight weeks. Pro and Amy, whatever it is, probably have six to eight pro fights, and then ten to twelve amateur fights every card.
0: So, so the commentators got to hold their bladder for a long time.
1: Yeah, we might. We could do an intermission, maybe. <laughs>
0: Crazy, crazy, man. Only if,
1: only if Jacob Kilburn will grace, grace us with his presence again.
0: Hey, there you go. Hey, we need to bring back Jacob the Killer Kilburn, the waymaker. I just saw Alexander Shank is boxing Friday night. Hey,
1: Jacob Kilburn's never lost in that ring.
0: That's true. True, true, true. Whether on Friday night we talked about Pearl, we talked about Cushion, What's in? I uh, so there's a couple of li- really slick MMA fights you have. I would assume that's the whole undercard is just MMA.
1: Yeah, and some boxing. So we have Brandon Wally versus Sage Mullins. It's going to be a gangster fight. We have a we yeah. have a heavyweight fight. Jamal Tatum versus Cameron Chisholm. Three and one versus three and zero. Oh. Big monster heavyweights. Uh, Clay Witt, an amateur that's been around this area that everybody's been talking about, is finally making his pro debut against Patrick Davis. That should be a killer fight. Um, Cade Miles and Jeff Sutton, two killers, also making their debut in boxing. And then uh, we had a guy named Keon Burroughs. Keon Burroughs used to fight for us. Before it was called Island Fights, I used to do these boxing and kickboxing shows with Larry Downs at the Pensacola Fairgrounds. They were called Gulf Coast Fight Fest. And uh, this kid used to fight at this gym. This kid was like 150, 160 pounds, and he could fight his ass off. And he, I don't think he's even fought since 2013, but he's making his pro debut at heavyweight, Keon Burroughs. So he's fighting Adrian Miles, who anybody in the whole Gulf Coast world knows Adrian. He's one of the toughest people ever to come out of here. He used to be a monster. So they're fighting each other. That's going to be a killer fight. That's home. one of the TV fights. The TV event is just boxing. <clears throat> okay. And then after the TV fights, the rest of the card will start. So at 7 o'clock, we go live on UFC Fight Pass. I think we have four or five boxing matches. Devin's got an eight rounder, so it's different yeah. than typical. So if that doesn't end quick, then that's eight rounds. That's gonna take a minute, you know. So we typically like to have our TV events an hour and a half to two hours. If it goes right. over two hours, we're kind of like shit. So then we have our uh, we have these other fights on afterwards. Okay. So Alexander okay. Shank is making his boxing debut. Forgot about okay. that. So. That's going to be great, fighting Caleb Webb. Um, another little scrappy fight that I'm super excited to watch. So, And then we have this other guy. Damn, I can't even pronounce his name. What's his last name? K- it's Umar. Kamunikov? K- yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kunek Kuna Biev, right? Kunik Biev? He's from Dagestan, okay? Oh, boy. This is, oh, this boy. Is this guy's for American Top Team. This was a, a must to get this guy on the card. Um, special request from Dan Lambert, so he's on this show. So uh, he's fighting John Michael Wilson. So that should be a little scrappy fight too. That will not be on the UFC Fight Pass card, but you know, we'll see what's up.
0: Devin Adams with a low blow right there. Come on, Devin. I just—if you say any last name to me three times, I got it. That's it. Come on, Devin. Jeez. Um yeah, we'll
1: they, they did call Jorge Masvidal, Masvidal for three years. <laughs> it
0: wasn't three years. I had too much to drink that night. It was a one-night thing. What? <laughs> one, one last thing. We'll let you go. As we went for 35 minutes longer than I thought, but you had a lot to say, a lot to talk about. Huge end of the 2022. Looks like it's gonna be a more 2023. Might be one of the biggest years of your professional career. I cannot wait. Tell me the most 2022 oh. thing ever. MVP what? versus Mike Perry in a bare knuckle match Saturday five o'clock eastern. How that, that's been Mike,
1: Mike Perry wins by elbow knockout.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: That's illegal, I, I, but it's probably gonna happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's nah. I got
1: Mike Perry always. Whoever he's fighting, yeah. whenever he fights, you know, he is a dog and I don't care if somebody's more technical or somebody might be better. They might beat him in the gym. They might do whatever. When it's time to get in there and fight, there's 10 people in the room that he's got to fight. He's probably going to win nine of those fights because nobody's yeah. going to outdog that dude. That's the yeah. dude. I tell everybody this. I told, uh, <clears throat> I've told every single person from every major organization that I don't care what that dude costs, right? You signed Mike Perry. I don't care what it costs. If it's BKFC, if it's the PFL, if it's Bellator, if it's anybody – Pay him whatever you got to pay him. Because I tell everybody, like, if you had an unlimited checkbook right now and your life depended on it and you had to do 200,000 pay-per-view buys based off of the free agents in combat sports, who would you put on the card? My main event would be Mike Perry versus Tyron Woodley. That's probably what my main event would be also, you know? But think about it. Like, if your life depended on it, yeah. who could yeah. you pick right now? He's the most marketable. He's the biggest draw. He's the most exciting to watch. He's the most exciting to listen to outside, pre-fight, post-fight, everything. You want to know what he's saying. I told Mike Perry this um, before. Like, he's the guy that you watch that if you had a bowl of food in front of you, you can't look at the food. You can't take your eye off the fight and look at the food because you might miss something crazy. Like, yeah. that's when you know somebody's exciting to watch fight.
0: That is – that's true. What a What a great signing by the PFL, by Shane Burgos. What a Cute. great sign.
1: Wow, and even the UFC came out and said they made a mistake. So that's yeah. like a first for them doing that. So that's that's how fun to watch Shane Burgos is. You know, yeah, I just yeah, talked yeah. to Shane Burgos in Boston at the Combat FC event. Great dude. Um, I think he's somebody that might, you know, I've talked to him a few times, maybe about boxing. So not sure. PFL is pretty cool with people doing whatever they do. They've let Brendan Lofney fight um, outside of the outside of the cage in a boxing match. So think that might be an option i think they said they might allow chris mixon to take a boxing match um so yeah shout out to him for his big win yeah i was yeah. gonna
0: say that again one in game london
1: FC veteran
0: yeah you know Island
1: fights. Of all of you know. it
0: crazy crazy well i think we did it friday night guys exclusively on ufc fight pass game bread box congrats on that Thanks, man.
1: I'll to get to commentate on television.
0: Yeah, man. I shaved.
1: <laughs> You've <laughs> had a beard before?
0: <laughs> man, dude. Who's Jake Paul going to fight next?
1: Jake Paul is going to fight... <sighs> hmm.
0: Sam Alvey.
1: Nah. I think you'll either fight... Anderson Silva Ooh. or Nate Diaz?
0: Wow, you really think that Nate Diaz, huh? Wow. Yeah,
1: 100 million percent. So he, I think he, he might take a knee in the octagon <laughs> and be like, fuck everybody, I'm out of here. I don't know how well that's going to go with the combat sports community because he'd probably be canceled in this day and age for doing something like that but you never know like that's like he wants out of there and he wants to fight that dude like that he wants that type of a payday and uh you know yeah now that's the fight i'd make number one pay-per-view draw on the entire world would be mike perry versus nate diaz in a mma fight
0: oh man insane
1: that's like like the pfl and all these different people you know they're talking about let's do let's do Kayla versus Cyborg, and we'll pay him two million and one million or whatever. One million, one million. Winner gets two million, whatever. Like, make the Mike Perry Nate Diaz fight. Pay whatever you got to pay. Send Feldman a huge check. Let me let me use Mike Perry for one fight, and I'll pay you a million dollars. Like whatever you got to do, that's the fight to make, right? Or in bare knuckle, (laughs) make that a bare knuckle fight. You know, Feldman gets he gets Nate Diaz to fight Mike Perry you're talking like the first ever million pay-per-view buys for that company that changes BKFC for the rest of its life. You know, I mean, yeah, $99. Yeah. 99 pay-per-view, $80 pay-per-view. It's $80 million. <laughs> I think they'd be in a good situation after that sold right. out any in the country. You know, so those are a couple of the fights that I think would do really well for any organization.
0: Crazy. There we go, guys. Dean tool. Appreciate your time very much. My friend uh, Friday night, guys, you're in the region in that gulf coast area three hours anyway make sure you go see it biloxi civic center seven o'clock central eight o'clock eastern time if you can't go be there live sign up right now ufc fight pass go see game bread uh boxing two all right we are out dean tool thank you sir appreciate your time look at this uh i spent eight thousand dollars on this outro you ready eight thousand bucks here we go three two one Oh, wait, wait, what?
1: Are we still live?
0: Yeah, we're still alive.
1: No, I just wanted to put out there. if anybody's seen, just to let the world know, always and forever, I'm Iron's boss. See you guys later. That's
0: true. All right, eight thousand dollars.